Welcome back to Hold Fast, where we have biblical truths for daily battles. My name is Kenny. I am the host of the podcast, and let me first briefly apologize that um, I know I've not been getting episodes out every week like I hope to. Uh, life has just been extra busy lately. It's always busy. I know that's always the excuse everybody makes, but it's been more than normal, and I don't want to just be flippant about the podcast and just put something out there just to get it out. Um, whenever I, I really have time, I want to make sure that I'm producing content that is really useful. And if I'm doing that and just the busyness of life just to get it done, I don't think it will be that. And so um, I want to take it seriously. So that being said, I'm hoping that I'll kind of get back into a normal rhythm here. On today's episode, I want to I want to do something a little bit fun for me. It might not you might not think it's fun, um, but I was looking on our church's website. Um, many of you know, I think just about everybody that listens to this knows that I'm a pastor at Mission Way Church in Jacksonville, Florida. And I began uh, the, being the pastor here back in February of 2019, and the very first sermon series that I did as the pastor of Mission Way was a series through Romans chapter 8. And what I did throughout most of that series is um, after, after each sermon, um, that week I would post a blog, just you know, getting some more thoughts out about the the series than I was able to get in each sermon. Um, if you don't know, when pastors preach, most of the time the hardest job is to figure out what not to say because when we study for our sermons, there's so much we want to communicate that um, it's good for me sometimes to write blog posts that kind of dive deeper into some of the things I didn't get into in a sermon. And so as I did that, one of those blog posts, as a matter of fact, the very first blog that I ever wrote as the pastor of Mission Way was titled, How to Set the Mind on the Spirit. Now, it's crazy to me, as I was looking at our website and the analytics on our website, this blog post is the third most viewed page all time on our website. That, I don't know if that blows your mind, but it blows mine, right? Like, out of, besides the homepage and the, the page where we stream our Sunday services, this is number three. It is the third most visited page on our website. It has more comments than any other blog post that I've written. People that I don't know have read this blog, and I don't know how they found it, but for some reason it became popular. And so I thought, well, if that many people were reading this blog, maybe this is a subject that matters to people. And so I wanted to kind of do an episode walking through the blog post a little bit, but, but I want to just share some some new thoughts as well as we move through this. And so um, I am going to just kind of move through the blog post itself, pull out some of the points from it, and have a conversation about this. So I said it's titled, How to Set Your Mind on the Spirit. And, and so this idea that Paul gives in Romans chapter 8, verse 5, he says, those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on the things of the Spirit. And, and he goes on in Romans chapter 8, and he says something even stronger than that. And uh, let's see, he says in verse 6, For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Because the mind that's set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. And here's the statement that really sticks out to me in verse 8. Romans chapter 8, verse 8, Paul says, Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. And I think maybe that's why this post is so popular, because that's a big deal, right? As a Christian, we want to please the Lord. Now, there's another statement that correlates to that, right, in Hebrews, where it says, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. And so this idea of having faith in the Lord and walking in step with the Spirit go hand in hand. But Paul says, if you're, if you're walking according to the flesh, you're not walking by faith, you're not walking by the Spirit, and you will not please the Lord. That's a big deal. We want to make sure that we walk in the Spirit and we please the Lord. And so we have to ask ourselves, how do we walk in the Spirit? 
Paul makes it very clear that the only way that we can walk in a manner pleasing to God is to set our minds on and therefore walk in the Spirit. So how do we do that? In the blog post, I give a few suggestions, and I want to bring those out here on the podcast. The first one is your daily devotions shouldn't end. Now, I don't mean that you should literally never stop reading the Bible and never stop praying out loud, but I do think that a lot of times for those of us who do our devotions in the morning, it's the checklist, right? We open our Bibles, we say a prayer, and we move on, and we don't give a second thought at any point of our day to what we had read and prayed about earlier that morning. And I think if we're really going to set our minds on the Spirit, it can't just be in our daily devotions we're thinking about things of the Lord. It's got to be as the day goes on. As our, as our day goes on, we're, we're continually finding opportunities to pray to the Lord. We're continuing, continuing to find ways to meditate on that Scripture that we read, right? Making sure that we're not just reading it and checking it off our list, but we're truly seeking to walk in the Spirit. Because I would say that we walk by the Spirit as we walk by the Word of God. As we walk in the word, as we seek to live our lives the way that the Bible sets forth for us, that's how we're walking in the spirit. So we can't just treat our daily devotions as something that we do and then we move on. It must be something that we continue to walk in. I gave an example in the blog post. I said, if I pray at the beginning of the day for the spirit to help me love my wife unconditionally, and then that night I begin to get frustrated with her, my prayer at the beginning of the day isn't necessarily what's going to help me in that moment right? It's not like because I prayed earlier in the day to to love my wife unconditionally that for the rest of the day, I'm just magically going to be able to do that. No, I have to continue to walk in that prayer. I have to say, Lord, help me to love my wife as you've loved the church and then make continual decisions throughout that day to live in that truth that I prayed. I hope that makes sense right? But, but in that moment that I begin to get frustrated with her, maybe I say another little prayer to myself. Maybe I bring to mind the truth from God's word that, that reminds me to love my wife as Christ has loved the church. But it can't just be, hey, I prayed for that in my morning devotions, and so automatically I'm not going to struggle with this. Another example uh, that's, that's real in my life is um, I pray just about every single day in the morning, Lord, help me to be patient with my children. Lord, help me to be patient with them as they're learning, as they're growing, as they have moments where they're getting frustrated. I want to be patient. And inevitably, when I get home from work or when I, when I see them in the morning, they're going to do something to test my patience, right? So do I think that because I prayed that earlier in the day that I'm automatically going to do that? No, I have to choose in that moment to continue to walk in that truth. My daily devotion shouldn't end in that way. My daily time with the Lord should be a continual thing that I'm seeking to walk in, setting my mind on the Spirit, setting my mind on the things of the Lord all day, not just in my devotional time. The second point, the second uh, helpful thing I think to walk in the Spirit is to fight with prayer. And I've kind of touched on this a little bit, but let me go deeper. Prayer is not meant to be a last resort or some defensive strategy for when we mess up. It is meant to be the first response for everything. It's meant to be an offensive offensive weapon in our spiritual battles. In Ephesians 6.18, Paul says, Pray at all times in the Spirit with every prayer and request and stay alert with perseverance. Go into every situation and every interaction you have uh, with someone with a mindset of prayer. Every conversation you have, every situation where you're interacting with the people around you, go into it with a prayerful mindset. It doesn't have to be an out loud prayer. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. Just make sure you are setting your mind on the Spirit through prayer. If you're about to have a difficult conversation with a coworker or with your spouse or with your kids, start it off by saying a quick prayer to the Lord and saying, Lord, help me to be patient and kind in this. Help me to speak the truth in love. 
Seek the Spirit through prayer every single opportunity you get. This is how you're going to walk by the Spirit, is to fight with prayer. And the third and final point is to keep truth in front of you. Keep truth in front of you. And obviously, the primary way to do that is by reading the Word regularly. But, but you don't have to literally have a Bible open in front of you to be a person of the truth, to keep truth in front of you. Memorize Scripture. Write down some verses that you're going to need throughout your day and, and write them on sticky notes and put them on your computer. Put them somewhere in your office where you're going to see them. Listen to podcasts or audiobooks or an audio Bible, better yet, on your way to and from work. Talk about biblical things with your family and friends. Get creative and find ways to keep the truth in front of you at all times. Because Paul says if you walk by the flesh, it's death. But if you walk by the Spirit, it's life. And you're going to walk by the Spirit by walking in the Word. If you're walking by the flesh, you're doing what you want to do, not what the Word of God tells you to do. So walk by the Spirit instead and walk in life and peace like the Bible promises we will. Find ways to keep the truth in front of you because our world is full of lies. And the enemy, our enemy, Satan, is always trying to get us to trip up, to stumble, uh, and to not be people of the truth. At the end of the day, you're making a choice uh, constantly throughout your day. You, you are constantly making the choice to either set your mind on the flesh or to set your mind on the spirit. There's, there's not a middle ground here. And I don't think Paul gives us a middle ground in Romans 8. He's not like, you know, sometimes you're, you're kind of half walking in the flesh and half walking in the spirit, so just make sure you're, you're more walking in the spirit. No, he says you're either walking by the flesh, which is death, or you're walking by the spirit, which is life. And this is a battle. It takes being intentional. You don't just wake up in the morning and say, Lord, help me walk by your spirit and then magically do it throughout the course of your day. You've got to fight. You've got to fight with prayer. You've got to fight with the truth of God's word, memorizing it, taking it to heart. You've got to make sure that your daily devotions do not end. And I think, you know, as simple as all of this sounds, we need this reminder because we constantly, we do think that the Christian life is some magic potion sometimes, right? Where I, I say the right prayer or I read the right Bible verse and it sticks with me throughout the rest of the day and my life just goes really well because I have my daily devotions that day. No, those devotions don't end. That, that battle for spiritual maturity, that battle to walk in the Spirit does not end. And we have to be intentional with it. So I hope that this is encouraging. Uh, this is a little bit shorter than some of the other podcasts I did because the, the blog post itself wasn't super long. It was a quick thought, but this is a, a foundational thought to our daily walk with Christ. We have to set our minds on the things of the Spirit. And let me, let me encourage you with this as I begin to wrap this episode up because, you know, Paul gets into this really strong language in verses 6 through 8, but he started off this whole chapter and he said, Don't forget, there is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because there will be moments that you walk by the flesh. There's moments that I walk by the flesh, day in and day out. I don't always set my mind on the things of the Spirit. And Paul says to set your mind on the flesh is death, but thanks be to God that he has set us free from the law of sin and death through the Holy Spirit, through salvation that has been made available to us in Christ Jesus. And so even in those moments that we're not walking by the Spirit, because of our righteousness that's in Christ, the Father looks at us and he sees the righteousness of Christ, even when we are setting our minds on things of the flesh. And he calls us to confess that sin and to repent and to turn back to him. That's an important part of this conversation too, right? Because sin creeps in and it takes our mind off the things of the Spirit. So what do we do? We repent of that sin and we turn back to Jesus and he always forgives. And the Spirit is always willing to point us back to Christ. The Spirit is always willing to point us back to truth. You're not going to get in a situation where you've messed up and you pray and you say, Lord, forgive me and point me back to you where the Lord goes, nah, I don't think I want to do that. 
No, he's always willing to point us back to him. And if we are willing to set our minds on the things of the Spirit, we will walk in the ways of life and peace, knowing that when we stumble and fall, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, knowing that there is no condemnation for us when we walk in the flesh. That frees us to walk by the Spirit and to please the Lord. Thanks, as always, for listening to this episode of Hold Fast. Um, if you got a, a, a question or a topic of conversation that you'd like me to address in the podcast, you can always email me at kennyroberts at missionwaychurch.org. That's kennyroberts at missionwaychurch.org. I know it's a really long email address, but I think it's pretty straightforward at least. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your feedback on the podcast or things you'd like me to talk about because I want to make sure this is always helpful to you. But this has been another episode of Hold Fast, and Lord willing, I will be back next week with another episode. God bless.